Compulsive overeating, star date, forever. Compulsive Overeating Diary, Episode 1. Show notes, compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day, D-A-Y, 1. Now you can also go to dailyadventuretales.com slash day one because I'm Lori Weaver and my original podcast is Daily Adventure Tales and that one focuses more about identity and how you have adventures to figure out who you are after retirement or other life-changing things. But when I first started Daily Adventure Tales, a big part of that was me trying to continue on my struggle with compulsive overeating, something that I've had my entire life, and I decided that I wanted to incorporate more of that into a podcast all on its own. So I could share with those who also struggle with this issue and live with it and overcome it or or not, depending on the day of the week, or those who care about them who are just interested in knowing more about this issue and this struggle. So for you, this is my new podcast, Compulsive Overeating Diary. Hope you enjoy it. But I'm letting go, I'm letting go. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go, I'm letting go. It's a silent It's been about five days since I uh, decided that I was worth it enough to deal with my emotions, get some exercise. I actually like to exercise and try to clean up my diet. Some of this exterior car noise and things that you're hearing is because my adventure for the today is to actually use my lavalier mic that I usually use with my bike point of view camera with my trusty Roland 05 recorder so that I can actually record my thoughts as I'm taking my walk. So step one to get over any compulsion is to change your mind. I changed my mind that whatever discomfort I was feeling or whatever emotion was causing me to eat more than what my body needed was done, that I'm worth it. (laughs) This is pretty cool. Now I'm getting a chance to see some beautiful flowers and hear the birds in Southern California. You can also hear the dogs barking, but that's at least they're behind a nice fence. Yeah, I'm glad they're behind the fence too. It's a little bit creepy. So step two, besides changing your mind, is step one. Step two, get take action. So my action today is to get out and take a walk. So I'm going down through my neighborhood to a local park. And, you know, I've done this so many times, so many times. I basically started out life I think a little bit underweight because I was born early. 
And I still remember until I was about four years old that I didn't want to eat. That my mom had to <laughs> try to encourage me to eat something and that I was a very picky eater. I still remember if we went out for hamburgers that I wouldn't eat it unless it was like plain meat on a plain bun without any condiments or pickles or anything else. I was more interested in plain or what was going on in the world. Didn't care that much about food. I don't know where that trigger changed for me, but I do know that various forms of compulsive behaviors exist in my family, so I probably have a little bit of brain chemistry on that. Also in my family is other compulsive overeaters, so I'm sure that there's a lot of just learned behavior around that. But wherever the origin of my compulsions began doesn't matter because I'm almost 55, okay? I'm an adult. I've been an adult for a really long time. And I've done various methods and methodologies to try to deal with it, probably until I was about, oh, probably even through when I was 40. Most of my methods to deal with it were completely about diet. I've had different successes with waiting for a plane to go overhead. See if I get a little better sound. I've had various successes with different diets. Weight Watchers in particular, I lost a great deal of weight with that. Right, just calorie counting, I still really like Spark People. I just love Spark People. It's a, it's a great free website if you like to track your calories. And I've had some success with that. I've also had some success with different programs like Body for Life, but not as much as to limit the eating. But I did get in pretty darn good shape with Body for Life, doing a lot of weightlifting and a lot of gym workouts there. And it really wasn't until maybe 45, maybe 10 years ago, that I started to look behind the the calorie component of why was I fat or tend to fat or want to be overeating. What's going on with that? And that's because when I was 40, from 40 to 42, I lost 130 pounds with Weight Watchers and I kept it off for a couple of years pretty successfully. Then at 45, I had a surgery and put on some weight at following that surgery and just really struggled to get it off. I just could not get my mindset back to my rigid goodness that I had done for the two years it took me to take off that 130 pounds. I'm gonna stop because now I'm under a freeway overpass and it's giving me a weird echo. Okay, now actually I'm here at Crescenta Valley Park, which is a, a nice neighborhood park that I can walk to, and it's very beautiful. Today's a Saturday. Hopefully once I get into the park, I'm going down some stairs now, we'll get away from some of the street noise. 
because my intention with these special compulsive eating diary logs that I'm doing, I'm not really going to do a lot of cleanup work or editing work. This is just my pure thoughts. And it's your choice, like it's always your choice whether you want to hear it or not. <laughs> but it's really kind of, for me, a nice record of my progress. And hopefully if some of you also deal with compulsive overeating, this might help you or inspire you, or maybe you'll be inspired to come and comment on the pages to help me a little bit. Also, if you're a podcaster or a blogger, I've started a team over on Sparks People for podcasters and bloggers. And I think the URL is teams.sparkspeople.com slash podcasters. But I'll put that in the show notes of this, of this episode. And I'm really passionate about this topic because compulsive overeating has certainly impacted my life in ways that... I can't say it's 100% bad, but I would say 99% bad. Oh, you know the energy it takes not to eat is a great deal, but the energy that you lose by being overweight and obsessed with food or letting yourself go down that path takes a takes energy away from other things like connecting with people, building relationships, working on your career, your family. You know, because most compulsions, and I can only speak from my own experience, but I, I think this is true. The most compulsions mask fear of some kind. You know, maybe it's fear of rejection, fear of intimacy, fear that you're not good enough, some kind of discomfort. And they're finding more and more that compulsive overeating that some foods also may trigger our serotonin response a little more so. You know, we light up those pleasure centers more so than people who don't compulsively overeat. So that's why people say, just just put down the fork, it's easy, right? Well, it's not, it's not that easy, but it's also not impossible. So during the course of my life, being a roller coaster type <laughs> dieter, my sizes, except for the two years I mentioned before, Weight Watchers, they go up and down and up and down and up and down. Like I said this last year, I worked pretty hard for about three or four months took off 20 pounds and that made me really really happy I felt so much better even though I still is slightly over 200 pounds and actually my perfect weight is right around 164 but when I was 50 years old I rode around the big island of Hawaii and I actually felt pretty darn fantastic at 191 so weight can be a relative number all I know is right now today I'm weighing 122, and <laughs> that's too much for me. I don't feel good. I don't feel good in how my body moves. I like to go hiking. I like to go biking. I like to go dancing. I like to sit in chairs and not worry <laughs> if I'm going to spread out in them too much. 
because I'm built pretty pear-shaped, so I carry a lot of my weight in my hips and my thighs. So for me, sitting in chairs becomes an issue at a very early weight. Well, then the wonderful Mark, and he really is wonderful, even though he hates that name. I used to call him Trigger. One, because he loves westerns, and Trigger was Roy Rogers' horse. But also because the wonderful Mark is kind of one of my eating triggers, because he doesn't suffer from compulsive overeating. And, but he does love to eat, and he likes to fill our home with all manners of goodies in huge amounts, just in case one day he might like it. And he has a hard time understanding how that would be a struggle for me to have so much stuff in my house. Because it, there's times when I can do well, and you can have chips and chocolate and ice cream galore, and, and I'll stay focused and not be too worried. But then there's times when, like all people, it's kind of a weaker time <laughs> for me. And if you've got a lot of things you don't care to be partaking of in your home, it's really easy to go right over to the cupboard or the fridge and get into that. What I used to do when I was single was not have that stuff in my house. And if I really, really wanted it, to go at that point in time and go get it and get a single serving. Well, there's a lot of different thoughts about that. Some people recommend to get over compulsive overeating to just fill your house full of all your prior forbidden foods. Just fill it up with so much food that you can't possibly feel like you're deprived in case that's your big trigger. Well, in, in some respects, I think that does work. But for me, even though now I don't eat as much as I used to in my glory days when I was putting on that 130 pounds, I can still eat more than I need. In fact, if I don't count my calories right now, at this point in time, my natural appetite, even without binges, puts on about half pound a week. And that doesn't sound like much, but in the course of a year, that's 25 pounds. And in this last six months, I put on a pound a week. So there's my 20 some pounds right there. So that's my natural behavior. <laughs> that's, that's what I really think about when I'm hungry, when I feel like eating something. So obviously I'm not yet to the point where my natural appetite is going to guide me into a weight that I feel comfortable at. So back we go to some method of counting, whether it's points with Weight Watchers or calorie counting on paper or on an app or online. That's kind of like an exoskeleton. That's the framework. That's what tells me like, this is how much you should be eating for this goal. And I usually try to set my calories a little bit higher than some might so that I will lose a little bit more slowly. Because if I get too hungry, all the lettuce and greens and things that are the other tricks just don't cut it and it can trigger binge in me. So,
What I'm doing right now is I'm trying to get back to 191 by June. So that gives me a calorie range of 1200 to 1550. And I'm trying to exercise 30 minutes to 60 minutes a day. Different things, I'm doing my water aerobics. I take walks, I ride my bike, go hiking, do a little bit of weight work to try to build my muscles back up. I've really lost a lot of my muscle tone this year. When Mark retired, it kind of disrupted my routine. Not his fault, it just does. Having him in the house too, just kind of makes it, we have to negotiate each other. So I decided that I need to take charge of my own health and my own things and just do what I can. So part of that is to share this journey with you. Hopefully some of you will come comment and help support me. And if you have a blog, I'm happy to come over to your blog and help support you. And if you'd like to be part of my Spark People team so we can support each other that way, that would be grand. I think this is enough talking for now. To recap, compulsive overeating. It can be a problem of long duration. It can have many causes. The first step in getting over it or dealing with it, because I don't think you ever cure it, the first step in dealing with it is to recognize it and change your mind about it and its benefits for you. Second step, instead of overeating, take action. So let me know, is compulsive overeating a problem for you? Or was it in the past? If so, how are you dealing with it? If you want to join me on this journey, let me know, because it would be a big help. Support always is. Well, everybody, that's my first episode in the can. It's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that you will come to the show notes at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash day one. Please let me know what you think. If you like it, questions, comments, you can also call the Daily Adventure Hotline, which is 206-666-2035, and tell me your comments, what you say. I might use them in an upcoming podcast. Remember, this is between us, and whatever you want to share is cool with me. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a sign.